Geek Out podcast, and we've got an exciting Geek Out session episode with you today. I have wonderful guest Serge here. He does go by other names, but I won't expose them. <laughs> How's it going, bro? Appreciate that. Yeah, I'm good. How are you? Yeah, good, good. Uh, another like busy, busy week with loads of work, but I'm trying to do some artwork at the same time as well. But dude, I'm loving what you're doing right at the moment, right now, because what you did with your recent piece with Oscar Isaac, I love that. That's really good, man. Very cool. You know what? I've only just, as you know, I've only got recently got back into it. Um, I did this course, you know, that 21 draw. draw yep. And the dude was using this uh, paint called gouache. And, and it looked really, really difficult. But then he had like pictures of like Thanos and Chadwick Boseman and some other superheroes. I was like, okay. And it looks, you know, I've sent you the link. Yeah, yeah. But it's a good mix between like classic portrait and like... Uh, almost graphic art, like comic book art. That's right, that's right. Basically right, right where my sweet spot is when it comes to drawing. But um, awesome. yeah, no, I'm, I'm really liking it. I just finished, well, I didn't finish, I just was in the middle of something there, just at lunchtime, just to, I don't know, it's, it has a calming effect. It does, it does. I think art does that in general, depending on any format that you use, whether it's music, lyric writing, story writing, uh, artwork, paintwork, uh, it's, it's a kind of... Uh, Self-meditation, it takes you into the zone. Uh, it got- really does. You know, I had to put timer on because last time I was just sketching, just doodling around, and it was like two hours had passed. So I was like, Ooh. okay, let me set a timer just so I'm not late for this. <laughs> yeah, you no, know, that's always nice. Yeah. You just, uh, you know, time really does go fast. No, it does. It definitely does. I love the mug, dude. Very cool mug. Very cool mug. Uh, yes, yeah. Nice, nice, nice. No, good to hear that you're on your art journey. It's always nice to see people working on their creative skills. Uh, but did you get up to much like geeky this weekend? Uh, I watched Doctor Strange too. It was one of these ones where, you know, I don't mind going to cinema with people, but as long as they come, like they're prepared for what they're going to go watch. And exactly. I had maybe five minutes to decide what I was going to do for the evening, either just stay in or go to the cinema by myself. Mm. And so I chose the latter. And my wife was like, oh, don't you want to come and see it with me? Maybe cut this bit out, kids. But <laughs> but it was a case of either going with my wife or another day or just going to see it. Mm. So I was warned of spoilers, like you warned me of spoilers. So I was like, I'm just going to take the hit and quickly go see it. But when I go to cinema, I'm not one of these people that like to chat and tell, remind people of what's going on. You need, you need to be fully revised when you go into these films. That's right. And watching something like uh, Multiverse, Madness in the Multiverse, you need to have done your homework. Uh-huh. So I went into it and uh, yeah, it was, it was okay. Uh, you've seen it, right? Yeah, I've seen it. Go for it. So, guys, if you haven't seen the movie, then you shouldn't be listening right now. But come back, click like, listen, save it, come back and watch it. But spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. I I was nonplussed by it. As okay. I went into it thinking there's going to be loads of cameos, lots of kind of winks to, to fans Mm. You know, with the multiverse, obviously I'd heard lots of rumours of them trying to combine a lot of different sort of like franchises all in one. 
was expecting to see, you know, Tom Cruise's Iron Man. You told me that. <laughs> that, was, that was false. Um, so I was excited to see it. And because I've, I've read so many different comics, graphic novels from different universes, you know, Ultimate, mm. Battle World, normal, the 616 stuff, us, I, the cartoons, I was thinking, okay, it's going to be a nice mashup. I was a bit, I was a bit nonplussed. I wasn't impressed. Okay, was nothing, interesting. There was, nothing, there was one point of it, two points, I was actually, okay, I'm geeking out right now. Yeah. But even then, they were very short-lived. And you know what point I'm talking about? No, of course, of course. And I've been talking spoilers all weekend. I've had different guests I'm talking about and their thoughts as well. And like for me, I came out. You, I probably told you this before, but I didn't really like the MCU at the beginning. I only fell in yeah. love with it later on. All right. Because my issue was that I kept on bringing my comic book knowledge into those movies. So I am at one uh, first Avenger, Thor. It was only until we got to Avengers, I was like, holy shit, they, they actually did it. So they, they made films that match up together to continue a larger story like the yeah. comic book. So it was like, okay, I started to fall in love with it again and rewatch them and then I felt for it. So, but I think what's happened now at the moment now, I feel like the expectation for Marvel and the fans have, uh, is too much. It's jumped yeah. up to a whole different level where if you get a mid-level movie like that, which I feel like they did some interesting things in there, not a hundred percent and there's a lot of plot holes. I just had to enjoy I had to start enjoying these movies for what they are and not bring my comic book knowledge into it. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. I mean, I've been a fan since Iron Man 1. Reason being is, you know, like you, we've been fans of these franchises, these characters since we were little. Mm -hmm. And just for the fact that people besides me and my close-knit friends would know who Iron Man is, or the Hulk or Captain America, that was a big thing. It's like, oh, mm. I mean, yes, in my head, it's like, yeah, I like these guys before they were cool. But it's also nice to being able to have a conversation with anyone about it. You know, you can go anywhere in the world now and say Iron Man or the Hulk or, mm. or Black Panther. People can have a conversation. It kind of connects people. Uh, but then again, you and I can have a very different conversation because we kind of know the, the, the source material. But that's right. The thing I found with... Doctor Strange 2 is, I mean, I wasn't a fan of the first one. Mm -hmm. I think it was a almost a filler film, mm -hmm. similar to Captain Marvel. It has a reason why they're doing it. That's right. But, you know, my my uh, my measuring stick is, can I, should I or can I or would I want to watch that film straight afterwards? Mm -hmm. I watched Endgame and I was ready to watch it again, go back in cinema and watch it again. Yeah. Can I say the same about this one? No, not so much. Yes, the Mr. Fantastic... Professor X cameo, fantastic. Yeah. But that's a, that was about it. I, it was only those points, you know, those were the only two points where it was like Spider-Man's Daredevil sort of like cameo, where you're like, ah, oh, this is cool. And, yeah. And if you know the background to Mr. Fantastic, as in like people have been wanting John Krasinski, yeah. um, Mr. Fantastic for ages, it's, it's very nice uh, fan service. Yes, it is. Uh, yeah, same as with, with Daredevil. Yeah. But besides that, there was that was the peak of the level where, you know, I always put, you know, in Avengers where they do that pan of all six of the main characters. I mean, that wasn't close to it, but it was a nice kind of like nod. I say we, we know the comic books, we know what people are saying. This is a nice nod. Mm. Even with Professor X and, you know, the Jim Lee style um, 
green outfit, you know, the yellow <laughs> hoverboard, even the, the 90s theme song. That was yeah. cool. Yeah, very. It was fleeting. It was very fleeting. Yeah. A lot of questions have to be asked. Mm-hmm. Wonder stuff. What's going to happen now? Like with his whole third eye. I, I mean, I know comic books, I have the motto is a real thing, but obviously that's changed in MCU. I just thought it was a bit mishmash, if I'm going to be honest. Like, did you come out of it thinking that they nailed it? I want to go watch that again. <clears throat> so only, only on the second time, I appreciated it a little bit more. But the first time I watched it, I came out. Uh, there was, as you said, those uh, the getting the introduction to the Illum- Illuminati and the multiverse was interesting. I came out thinking we only went to one multiverse, though. Yeah, you you put multiverse in the title. I thought we were going to go through at least two or three max different places. They didn't do that, but I feel like the movie got chopped up and cut up and things taken out of it again. Because the movie was just under two hours. And then they did the same about Morbius. Yeah, and then they it just felt rushed. It it felt like a for me, it felt like a Terminator story, you know, run through all these different scenarios in a chase scene, Mm. which had that horror element which Sam Remy put into it. But I think there was things cut out again, dude. I feel like Marvel watched it and said, you know what, we could take 40 minutes out. Let's take that out. Yeah. Because they're, they're usually minimum two and a half hours, two hours, 20 minutes. So this was just think, under two hours. I think they had the source material to make it go longer. And yeah, the, the horror elements were actually made me jump. I was like, okay, yeah. that, that's actually that was quite... Yeah. No, it was good. Uh, having said that, I didn't think you needed to watch What If to kind of get it. There wasn't really oh, any no, kind no. of nods to it. All of it was kind of relatively quite clear mm-hmm. and, and obvious. I I was just disappointed. Maybe because we've just come out off of the, the peak of like the pinnacle of kind of like fan service with... Uh, Spider-Man No yep. Way Home, uh, where all of it was a joy. But having said that, I've watched it a few times now, and after that initial, oh, the reveal of the other Spider-Man, that's kind of it. Do you know what I mean? It's not a great script either. It's it, not a great... It's got too many potholes in it as well. So, it, as you said, it is more of a fan service, fan-pleasing movie. We could get two generations of Spider-Man, three generations of Spider-Man in a movie. But after the fifth watch you're like mm. I, I watch it in the background and that's not a good thing right that is not because it's not what we it's you what know like, me. that's like right in game you tell me let's watch end game this weekend at cinema i'll do it yeah definitely it's, without a doubt it's pure, it's pure entertainment infinity war i would say the same yeah de- definitely civil war mm-hmm. yeah i'd say the same as well winter soldier for me Winter Soldier. Yeah, Winter Soldier. Also one, where you can yeah. just put it on and it'll grip you, even though you've yeah. seen it a million times. Yeah. But um, Spider-Man, I know it's a bit of a unpopular sort of like statement to make, but yeah, after a few more watch, there's nothing really there. Uh, it's, it's a difficult one, dude, because I personally, like the last conversation I had with Michael, who's a, a cosplayer, but we call him the comic connoisseur, I think personally, movies don't have that watchability no more. There's only a handful of movies that do that. So I could slap on the never ending story, and I've seen that over 200 times and still be captivated by it. Yeah. But some of the movies that are coming out now, they're not movies that I'll return back to. Like I'll watch it once shot. or twice. Yeah, that's right. They're one shots. Yeah. It's almost like I need to watch this so I get the, you know, we're completists, we're collectors. Mm-hmm. 
yeah. we need to have everything to yeah. not even, even though it's not great you need to i mean like, let's take luke for instance and, and and tasman they've watched smallville smallville is not a great tv series let's be honest it's pretty cheesy it's but they've watched all 10 seasons do you yeah mean? i did as well dude i yeah, did as well you do it but, and i did it as well you do it just to finish it because then you can say i finished okay, it i've done it yeah exactly yeah exactly and sometimes I feel that, I mean, I love the MCU, don't get me wrong, I love it to bits, but for some of the the chapters, so to speak, but I'm just watching it because I have. To, I feel like I have to. No, of course, and I feel like what Marvel have done now at the moment now is taken some big risks in their face. They've given us totally different things that we would have got from like the original phases that we got with Marvel. With this phase, they have been taking some big risks some of them have worked, some of them haven't, and we're getting it's in a way, in a way, I would say it's a good thing because you're getting a mixed batch of reviews now and reactions of people saying, okay, you know what? They're trying something different. It didn't work, but they let's see what they do on the next one. And they have been trying different things. But yeah, I think the last two movies, Spider-Man, because of the trivia that movie has, will always watch. But with Doctor Strange, I felt like it gave me a different feel of uh, the MCU. Yeah, which is a good yeah. thing. Yeah. I mean, I don't know about your thoughts, but I really liked Eternals. Yeah, no, Eternals was good as well. When I came out of that, I didn't... My issue is now is that I've stopped looking at other people's reactions and reviews and going there with my open mind to I, enjoy something. I always do that. It's just like, you know, you're going to bring to it something that some, the reviewer might not take into it. Exactly. Uh, you know, I went into it thinking, wow, this is a really... Multicultural, multicultural cast. Mm -hmm. You know, you've got Kumail Nanjiani as you mm -hmm. know, first brown superhero. For me, yeah. that yeah. meant more than you know, big action sequence and whatever. That representation, I thought that was really that's what drew me to to go see it. If I'm going to no, of course, it. of course it would, of course it would. It would bring a different. I mean, for us to see that as well is absolutely amazing. I mean, majority of comic books. I mean, now they've made the changes. Yeah. Majority of comic books are white lead. Yeah, you know I mean, no, you, you, you're right, and I mean this brings us nicely onto Moon Knight because mm -hmm. even though that was a six-part series, man, I loved it. Like I've been so watching good. an episode like every other day. Like you know that replay, re yeah. playability factor. That's right. Like I, I personally, and and you know, I'm 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 fine to say this. Like I thought it started really slow, but now mm -hmm. that I've watched it. And I watched it again. They, the directors and the team, put so much little things in the beginning which were throwaway, but yep. it all kind of makes sense now. That's um, right. So I just finished watching season uh, episode six again just this morning. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I, I love it. And I you know the cast was great. You know, I love the setting. I've always loved ancient Egypt. Mm -hmm. uh, I thought Oscar Isaac was great, great choice for the lead on it. Very. Scarlet Scarab. Mm. Didn't expect, well, I did expect that, but I didn't expect it. Yeah, same here. Me and my brother were talking about that as well. But when they did do it, it it was really good, bro. Yeah. It was really good because, I don't know, just the visuals of it were stunning. And, you know, you, you pick this character and you represent it in a, in, a, in a a proper way where it's not forced fed. Yeah, yeah. And you've done it on a natural way where it suits the scene. And and it dropped really well. We, we we really loved that scene. And then you know, for 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 people abroad to see that as well is absolutely amazing. Yeah, no, absolutely I, I, amazing. Really, I thought it was really good. Great acting. I just think the whole storyline and the acting was 
super superb and it, it was and yeah whilst it wasn't like really action-packed like a falcon winter soldier mm. it didn't need to i think it was very character driven mm-hmm. uh felt it yeah you actually felt it and after watching it again you like you had, i personally felt like wow this is a really it put you through a journey like an emotional journey with the characters i really loved it and also it's a case where i obviously I know of Moon Knight. I've heard of him. I know what he does. I know the kind of backstories, but I've I've been looking into him even more now, just because I think it's it's so interesting. And I think that that's a great thing, like for a, like a seasoned comic book fan to go back and say, I didn't know this, and get that excitement to learn more about this character. Um, it's great. Although I do, I mean, I loved it. Really keen to see what they do with season two, if there is a season two. I hope there is, man. It's got to be. Yeah, and, and I, I just thought to myself today that, uh, again, I'm, I watched the, the finale with Moon Knight and, and Mr. Knight, and you know how people like to compare him to Batman. Mm-hmm. And then I realised, oh, well, if Moon Knight is Batman, then Mr. Knight is almost like Nightwing, because, you know, with the screamer sticks and the kind yeah, of Yeah, 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 that's right. So he's both of them in one character, which is, is really cool. No, definitely, it's definitely is. I've got to send you something later on about that. But I don't know if you noticed, but have you been watching the outros to? No. Okay, watch it closely again and then message me later, see if you notice it. Because I didn't notice it until the, my brother picked it out the other day. What, it, what in terms of the, the end credits? Just the outro, the end credits are when you see uh, the different suits. Yeah, I, I saw, I've seen so, that with two suits and I've seen when Oscar Isaac's head yeah yeah so before the suit turns the first time it's actually jake lockley's costume then moon uh then the what do you call it mark specter then stephen grubb what on one all of them or just on, the last from time? season one from episode one they teased us jack lockley in that end credit scene okay and, and, and on the end credit well, okay i'll go look at it but what's his costume like is it the black and white one yeah, you know what? Let me send it to you now before I forget, because it really shocked the hell out of me. And I was like, bloody hell, they, they're so smart in their marketing that people just don't notice little things like that. Yeah, but it's great, though, that they do do that. Like, you, you need almost like a just freeze frame everything on that end credits just to see what they're going with. And that's, a, that's another thing as well we didn't notice as well. I found out through the comic connoisseur again, Michael, who told me that there are QR codes in each yeah, episode. Yeah. Did I tell you yeah. that? No, no, no. I've seen them though. I've not, I've not used them. So, but, but they uh, link you to a comic book that's related to that episode for Moon. Really? Yeah. yeah I, I love the fact that they, you know, they they made this film, this uh, series, like in two years, in two years. Ah. Um, and I think the the director and the uh, the creator, well, more the director and the executive producer, Mohammed Diab, he really loves it. And I think I love. I don't know if you saw this interview where he was like, he was given a critique on like Wonder Woman because obviously Wonder Woman 2 was set in Saudi Arabia, but then you had some random sort of like stereotypical shots of, you know, like a shake and <laughs> Egypt and so forth. And and I just love the fact, and then maybe it's me just seeing it, but even in this last episode, like even the Scarlet uh, Scarab is doing sort of like the Wonder Woman pose, but it actually makes sense. Yeah. Like, I thought that was just a nice little nod. <laughs> it was, it was. It was actually really good. They, they really good. That last fight scene was really good. And I, I wanted a bit more of that action because of where Moon Knight was moving into uh, each character. Yeah. Why he was fighting. Good. That was so good. And it just reminded me of like, uh, 
I don't know if you've seen a movie called Old Boy where they had that. Well, yeah. Daredevil do it as well, where they go through the corridors. They had that scene, which was really cool. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was amazing. I, I really love the choreography. I love the uh, like the screamer stick work that mm. they were doing. Uh, I just thought it was cool. It was, no. I love that they had different styles. Uh, again, mixing like Batman style, Nightwing style. It, no, it's cool. I loved it. It worked really well. It worked really well. I think this is... This is one of my favorite Marvel TV shows. Uh, I feel like they dealt with, you know, traumatic mental health issues and things like that, split personality, psychosis. So they brought a lot of elements into this, which they haven't done in most of the other ones. They haven't shown you the, the type of what heroes actually go through, even though he's a vigilante, is what is he actually personally going through in his mind? And yeah. that, the fact that Konshu, oh man, that just made me laugh right at the end, that end credit scene. Uh, it was, it was all about Jake. Yeah. yeah. It was all about Jake. I, I, again, I love ancient Egypt. And uh, whilst, you know, it's not canon like Conchu and stuff, so forth, it's not really actual ancient Egypt canon, but it works in the Marvel Universe. Yeah. Um, I just thought it was, yeah, I thought it was great. No, it was absolutely really good. I, I'm, I'm keen to see what if, because I looked at the end and it doesn't say Moon Knight will return or... Yeah, yeah, same here. I was looking for that. <laughs> yeah, so who, who knows what that, that means. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm so super excited. Uh, I've really been looking at if they're going to do a Mr. Knight Hot Toys. I know mm. they're doing Moon Knight. <laughs> I saw the Moon Knight one, yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, Mr. Knight one would be cool as well. And Scarlet Scarab. Yes, definitely. That would be definitely one to have. That would be absolutely amazing. This goes on to... The collecting, your collection, you're collecting. Yeah. Well, I mean, I know you're into comics, but then you're into hot toys as well. How uh, long have you been doing that? Well, I've always wanted to get into hot toys. <laughs> I told you this, but I only really started it, what, five years ago? I've always mm. wanted it, like, for years and years and years. Uh, but I got into it properly uh, on my honeymoon, actually, when I was in Hong Kong, and we went to the hot toys secret base and i've always wanted you know this i've always mm. wanted that armory bruce yeah. wayne batman alfred obviously it was years years uh old when i actually saw it in person and then my wife just said you know what mm. you've been talking about this for years just get it <laughs> and then obviously it, 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 i couldn't find it anywhere in hong kong so i managed mm. to get it finally back in the uk in southampton <laughs> which is so weird but that kind of springboarded me into you know once you've got one Mm -hmm. again it's about that collector you've got to have all of it so i did all the dark knight stuff and then i moved on to marvel and yeah that's the gift that just keeps on giving so mm -hmm. um yeah i'm not in my house at the moment but when i come back i'm definitely looking to get my module cases and just, mm -hmm. just play them properly uh awesome awesome with with that and because i know we've had the discussion before regarding uh collecting like what does it like what is it that it, it, it means so much to you when you see those figures there you know what it's half nostalgia mm -hmm. it's half nostalgia but it's just i don't know well it's a case of like a, a physical representation of like your fandom i can't really mm -hmm. explain it it just brings me joy to know that you know let's say the armory that's a point in the dark night that i absolutely love it, it brings all sorts of kind of like joy to me because i remember seeing it in the film i was like that's so cool mm. and then the fact that i've got a version of it I don't know. It just, it's, I can't really explain it. It's just, it brings almost like that childlike joy that I, I've got that, which I've had all my life because I've always loved action figures and, yeah. and toys. 
kind of gave it up when I, I was I perceived that I shouldn't be buying them anymore. And then you get to a point where you're like, why not? Exactly. Exactly. It's not something, something I'm going to grow out with. Don't get me wrong. I'm not playing with them. It's just I like having them. And it's a visual thing. It is huh? a visual. Thing. It's a visual it thing. It's the joy it brings to you. Yeah. Uh, it's the same as an art piece, bro. When you look at an art piece, it, it will bring you some sort of emotion. But when I look at something like a figure or artwork or something, it brings me joy because it'd be like, I can imagine that person when he was doing that zoned yeah. out really happy in that moment because he's lost in the painting or he's lost in taking a photo of uh, the, the figures or, you know, things like that. It's a, it's that sense of joy and that nostalgia that it brings to you. And each one of them will have a connective memory as well. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you said that it's a piece of art. I think they are. I think yeah. especially the Hot Toys ones and the Super 7 stuff that I'm, I'm collecting at the moment, mm -hmm. they are pieces of art. They, yeah. they, they, you know, art is supposed to emote and give you a feeling and and, and they really do yeah. you know in my office when it's all display i would go there and i'm like i this room brings me happiness i can't <laughs> really explain it and if you're not into it i yeah. don't know if you'd get it but it, it really does and again as i said i've always loved action figures since i was little too mm. too much in terms of my my i think my parents looking back now they they did really spoil me with the action figures that i, I <laughs> And so forth, like getting my mums would always get me doubles of some of them because she never yeah. grab them, uh, keep them somewhere where I, she didn't think I'd know them. But I think it's it's that I've got the same thing with trainers. Mm. I didn't really have nice trainers when I was younger, and now that I can afford them, mm. why not? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> why not? Why not? Right. why not? Exactly. We have we have one life, dude, and if we can enjoy fifty percent of that, that's actually a really good thing, man. That's the main thing. That is the main thing. Uh, Collecting though, when it came to introducing that into your normal everyday life, because this is one part that I found quite difficult when it came to connecting with people when I used to say I love comics and animation. I mean, what was that like for you when you were growing up in your teens and mixing with people and then cultures as well? Well, well to be honest, I stopped collecting. Like I've always, actually no, I collected comic books mm. all the way until uni. Mm -hmm. And then I think a lot of people kind of drop off because they've a they've got other other stuff to focus on, and then that kind of that kind of continued afterwards. And then I just one day went into Forbidden Planet and thinking, man, this place just brings me so much joy. And why <laughs> why hide it? Why why try to not like actively try not to to live in this world? And then so I just started building up my collections, trying to learn more about the mm. stuff, going back to the beginning, and then. I think at that time, you know, Spider-Man like it was becoming more popular culture, more yeah, popular culture. Mm. But I mean, that was that was kind of irrelevant. I just remember going in for Vampires like, man, I've lost so many years. I'm not up to date anymore. So yeah. I kind of got into it, and then uh, you know, working in parallel with that is like stuff was coming out. Dark Knight trilogy was coming out. Like superheroes were much becoming much more mainstream. Mainstream. So. Yeah. It, I mean. I guess we all go through it to a certain point. It's like, ah, uh, you know, maybe echoes of when you were younger that it was perceived as geeky or nerdy. Mm. I really don't give a shit anymore. Yeah, that's good. That's good. That's huh? good. That's good. Huh? No, it's a good. It's a good way because I came to a point where I used to feel like, shit, I'm finding it a bit. I found it weird that I didn't couldn't accept it myself. You know, I I found it very hard to say. You know, to my dad, I'd be like, Dad, this is me, man. You got to just deal with it because he'd be like, son. You're like 30 years old. 
Come on, you're still wearing superhero t-shirts? Dad, I'm 40 now, I'm still wearing them. Uh, it doesn't, like, it took time till he understood, like, this is him. And it's weird because I needed to get kind of like the father's approval step to say, oh, you know what, he's accepted the way I am now. We've finally come to terms and, because I get all my geeky shit off him. Yeah, well, you know what, saying that, my dad was the one that introduced me to like the Incredible Hulk, you know, the yeah. Bill Bixby TV series. And that kind of kicked one of the things that kickstarted my love with that sort of other world of, you know, superheroes larger than life. Mm. And so, yeah, my, my parents have always like supported that. They, they, you know, they got me into Batman and so forth. So it, it's, it's, that's never been an, an issue with me. It's just a case of, uh, you know, maybe when I was younger, it'd be kind of maybe a little bit embarrassing talking about it. But mm. as you grow up, it's like, actually, superheroes and that sort of popular culture is what connects a lot of people. That's it right. connects so many people that you might not feel should be or are connected. So, or, or just popular culture in, in general. Um, so we, we, were, we were there when, before it's cool. No, exactly. Hello, I, I need to put that on a t-shirt, dude. Yeah, but you know, <laughs> saying that in, in my work life, I've always worked places where, you know, popular culture and, and that knowledge, mm. maybe perceived as geeky knowledge has always been sort of a strength. You know, I've worked in yeah. film, worked in consumer products, I've worked mm -hmm. in video games. And that sort of stuff is really celebrated. It gives you an edge yeah. uh, on other people because, you know, if someone says, you know, talk to me about all, all of Batman's gadgets because we're doing something, uh, like we're doing something with Batman related. I, I can name that. I don't need to look at the internet for that. I can, <laughs> I can say straight away. Do you, do you know what I mean? It's that sort of knowledge that you've uh, you've developed and you've learned throughout your years. Yeah. It's actually... It's actually uh, come worked. to use. Yeah. Yeah, it's come to use. No, definitely. No, that's awesome. That's really good. Really good. Yeah. All right, cool. What are you doing with your beard? I'm, I was trying to go for that Tony Stark look, but uh, I kind of like went halfway for it. We're going on holiday soon, so I had to take passport photos. And I was like, okay, this has got to last for 10 years. Let me, let me try and get it as neat as possible. But every time I go to take a passport photo in my local place, it's always jam-packed. So I was like, I'm going to have to shave again now and try and work out what I want to do now. All right, you haven't done it yet. No, I haven't finished it off, dude. Like, I was going to... I maybe just keep the beard out and go... It was like a weird Tony Stark sort of look. But I actually wanted to do the Doctor Strange because oh, yeah. I'm going Comic-Con in two weeks. And it's, I was like... It's the same, isn't it? Are you going yeah. Doctor Strange? I'll be there on Saturday. I was going as a Doctor Strange, but, like, I was going to give it, uh, like, a... Almost like a Superboy look but with the Doctor Strange lapels, the eye of Agamotto, and I was going to put a bit of grey in the hair, but do yeah. the beard as well, but now that's gone out the window. So I don't know, dude. It's been a long time, but everybody I've been speaking to recently has says, Kibley, please, you have to jump back into cosplaying again. And I was like, that was like me 12 years ago, man. I remember seeing you <laughs> there, do, do you find it? I know we talked about this beforehand, but I was reading yesterday about like this movement of people of colour kind of owning owning sort of like characters uh, now or, or, or just kind of bucking the trend because obviously there isn't that many, you know, especially at Comic-Con, there isn't that many superheroes of or popular culture people of colour. That's why I was so excited about Kumail being in the Avengers. Like, oh, finally, I've got someone I can dress up as. That no, of course. Authentic. Um, I still think there there is a, a lack. Hopefully, Ms. Marvel uh, mm -hmm. coming out one will, will help, will help, um, 
you know, inspire girls and boys to to be able to to dress up. I mean, Black Panther did a really good job. Yes, it did. That's um, right. That's right. Eternals. I mean, it's it's getting there, dude. I think it's coming to a point now where the comic books are changing as well. But I mean, we need more original characters. Uh, we get more original characters introduced that. You know, I could go and say, you know what, I'm gonna go do this. I'm gonna I'm gonna cosplay as this, and my little girl can come as Miss Marvel or the Scarlet Scarab. You know, you know, I could see that. So that'd be cute. Yeah. So it's like it's it's slowly getting there. But I mean, from back in the days, you know, if I, I think I did a I did an interview with BBC a couple of years ago before Stan, just after Stan Lee passed away, and it was at a Comic Con as well. And mm-hmm. I remember the girl asked me this. Because I was raised up, I never saw colour, dude. I grew up in a multicultural area. I saw everybody as one. Well. My father and my mother taught me to, to be like that as well, yeah? So when I got introduced to comic books by my uncle, yes, they were all led by white, you know, white people. But when I got into the Comic-Con world of people dressing up in cosplay, the characters, and having conversations with them, she, the, the presenter from BBC goes to me, you know, why is it that these people are imitating white characters and i'm like they're not imitating the character or the race they're imitating their characteristics and they've connected you know with this character in some sort yeah, of way yeah, that's why they enjoy that but the way she kind of placed it which they're smart bbc always do that i've done several interviews with them and i'm like why do you word it in that way for because it's not about white or color or race or what it was it's how that character connected with that person at that yeah. moment to say i want to dress up as Wolverine, because there's a connection there that he his character means something to me, or we share some sort of trait. That's why I picked Wolverine or Magneto, or you know, a character that's not you know it it would be a black guy dressing up as Wolverine. There's nothing wrong with that. He's connected yeah. with the character and he looks fucking cool. You know what I mean? I don't know why it has to have that element of what it is a white character. That's why we need more different colored superheroes in there. But I just don't want us to be like green and yellow and shit like that. I I yeah, need yeah. brown representation, dude. No, no, I, I agree. <laughs> but that's a nice sentiment of what you, you just said there. But I, I do agree with that. I think uh, comic books are one of these things where, yeah, most of the time you, I don't look into it in terms of like sort of like race. It's, it's very yeah. much what the characteristics that they they are port- portraying. I, I love what uh, Stan Lee once said about Spider-Man, why they, he gave him a full sort of get up. Yeah. Including covering his face because anyone could imagine it to be them which it's is really nice. exactly very very nice testament man it's true all size fits all i love that yeah. scene in uh into the spider-verse so good yeah i am actually looking forward to the new uh across the spider-verse that'll be good me too me too it's actually one of my top favorite movies man i actually yeah. came out of the cinema in tears i know you said and that's another one of the films where you could watch it I, if you said let's watch it now i'd watch it yeah yeah it's a watchable movie it's a great script uh, and and it was complicated because it introduces multiversal characters, yeah. but they made it work so well that you know the soundtrack, the visuals. You know, I remember because I work with Wacom and I'm asking them like, guys, you need to get me connected with Sony, man, because I want to see their process. Because if they use these big ass machines to do that work, I want to know what programs they're using because I want to learn how to do that. But it was absolutely amazing, really, really cool stuff. All right, bro, we're kicking out of time because Zoom have oh, yeah. basically sent the FU message to people that have been using it for free for ages. So now I have to find another streaming platform, which is free, uh, but all good. But Saj, thank you for jumping on today. Absolutely amazing. Uh, 
It's your first podcast, right? Yeah, it's my first one. I'm just getting used to it. Awesome. And, and getting quite confident and just, I don't know, as you say, just geeking out about stuff that we, we really love. You did great, man. I'm excited. Thank you so much for jumping on. And uh, have a wonderful day, dude. All right, you too.